Hi, I'm Talisa, the owner of 10X Marketing Consultancy, where we help businesses to 10X their lead generation with content marketing strategies. I'm Josh from Big Sky Creative. Since 2011, we've been helping brands grow online through creative video content. And I'm James, and I've worked in audio my whole life, and now I run Sound Media, where we help brands to create amazing podcasts for their business. Together, we want to help you create better content. Welcome to Content 360. Today we are looking at the subject of LinkedIn, so a social media platform that's really popular with businesses and maybe if you're not in business it's maybe not something that you use so much. So how do we get the most out of LinkedIn? Talisa, this is a subject that you're really hot on. Yep, absolutely. I actually class LinkedIn as like the Facebook of 2008 because I think the actual engagement on there at the moment is very high. It's easy to get noticed, to get connections, where I think platforms like Facebook are getting increasingly more difficult. Um, so yeah, in terms of LinkedIn though, I guess it's looking at the approach of your personal profile, and then a company page if you do own a company as well. And I think there is quite a big of a difference there um, in terms of content. But in terms of like us guys, how do we all use it? How do you use it? Go on, I really don't use it enough. Yeah. I keep getting told I should use it more. Um, it's just not the first platform I think of when I think because we were in video production. It's not the first platform I think of when I think, right, where am I going to post my video? Mm. Uh, having said that, I do know that the algorithm is starting to favor video content more. Absolutely. And it is something we are looking to use more and get the, the company page set up as soon as we can. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love you? it. Yeah. I'm a really big fan of LinkedIn and certainly in terms of what I'm going to kind of class as professional content so stuff that's kind of related to business and what I do when podcasting and audio and stuff uh it's probably the platform that I use the the most and get the most engagement from but what I tend to find as well with people and it's interesting what you're saying there Josh that um I think people who get LinkedIn love it and then there's people that maybe don't get it so much and don't really know how to maybe get the most out of it who kind of say oh no no I don't don't really I don't really use it because I think it is something that you've got to you've got to spend some time on uh, before it starts to make sense Mm -hmm. when I first joined LinkedIn I was like what's the point in this this doesn't this just doesn't mean anything well I guess LinkedIn to begin with it was known as like the recruitment social media platform like people went on there to find a job or you know to put in or you know to apply for things so I think that's you know the old school way of how LinkedIn used to work but it's definitely transformed I used to use it in sales when I first got out of uni I went into like a graduate sales position and we just used it to find out the names of of like decision makers so Mm -hmm. we could try and sell more stuff basically I think that's kind of maybe tarnished my perception of the platform at first because that's what it always used to be used for and I think with the introduction of things like the stories and more of an emphasis on content they're now starting to become more in line with Facebook and Instagram maybe yeah it's definitely it catches up all the time on what other platforms are doing like you've just said stories they've got the benefits of like you know being able to publish articles now which I know there's a couple of changes on um you know you can add pdfs on there so you can do like slide posts like Instagram do quite easily um polls even similar to you know Facebook in that sense so it does offer a lot of types of content to you know change it up each day on what you can be posting to try and bring in some engagement to your audience but again it's important to realize who is your audience on that platform and what would they prefer to see and engage with as well 
And, and I think LinkedIn is a platform that's very easy to do quite badly. Um, I think it does require some thought. Yeah. I, I see people probably every day who are publishing stuff on LinkedIn. They're taking the time to, to publish, which is, is brilliant. Um, it's just not really that well thought out. Like it's just, I'm not really sure what the point of it is. It's not really getting any traction or any engagement. Um, and I mean, this applies to all social media really, but particularly with LinkedIn, it's it's got to be planned out. You've got to spend the time, preferably kind of, you know, taking real time out of your calendar to take a step back and look at, let's say like a full month mm-hmm. to figure out, right, what, what are you going to post where? Because I think if you are always trying to sell something, people are going to tune out from you. If you are always talking about yourself, again, people are going to start building an idea about who you are and start making judgments on you. Yeah. You've got to get a really good mix of content. And, and that is in terms of what it's about, but also in terms of the format as well. Like I, I find I do um, quite casual videos on LinkedIn quite a lot and they do quite well. They do all right. Yeah. But if I did it every day, people would just be like, I said, posting that video again. So you've got to get, you know, some photos, you've got to get some, uh, some longer pieces. You've got to get some stuff that's, that's like looking at your industry. You do need to do some stuff that's personal. And I find actually that I get by far the most engagement Same. on um, stuff that I do that's, that is like a personal um, thing. But again, I think if I did that every day, people would just think he just likes talking about himself. Yeah. So getting that blend right is quite it's quite it's quite important and it's quite difficult and that's why I think you've really got to plan your content on LinkedIn well. Absolutely. And I think there's quite an argument on LinkedIn about, you know, people who do go too personal with some posts that some people don't like it because they're saying, you know, this is a professional platform, I don't need to know when you're walking your dog XYZ. But I think you've just got to get that balance and understand, okay, who is your audience and what would they want to see and hear um, a bit further. But in terms of like LinkedIn as well, obviously you've got your personal pages, you've got your company pages. Yep. Now, obviously me, obviously within 10X Marketing, I obviously do a lot of content for clients of mine across both pages and definitely company pages don't get the level of engagement as a personal page. And I think it's similar in that sense to Facebook, like business pages are dying of death uh, and you do feel like it is a pointless task of doing. Yeah. But um, what is a benefit of a company page, it might not necessarily get engagement too much because I think most company pages engagement is from employees, unfortunately. Um, But what it does do is in terms of people searching your company name into Google, LinkedIn's literally the first or the second um, result that comes back. So from an SEO point of view, it's an amazing tool to use. You might not want to do a post every day on your company page, but you might want to do it either a couple of weeks or even once a week just to make sure there's some consistency on there and it looks like there's someone working on it and it's not just been left for months yeah. on end. I, I agree with that. And, and um, in the way that I sort of plan my stuff on, on LinkedIn, I, I do that whereby I'll think, all right, that's something that I'm going to use on both my personal mm-hmm. profile and on my business page. But most of it will be stuff where I'm like, I'm just going to keep that my personal profile and, and not include that on my, my business yeah. page um, so that there's stuff on there. But I agree with what you're saying that I find there's very little traction from yeah. from a business page. And you you get to the point where you just think, is this even worth doing anymore? But um, you, you're quite right. I think in terms of people finding you and finding your business, it's got a real role to play. Yeah. I guess the reason why I started using LinkedIn so strongly in the last, you know, 18 months is obviously when I started my business, you know, you put yourself out there to go to all these online networking events, online, obviously COVID. Um, 
and it was the place to be to try and connect and further that relationship with people further. Yeah. Um, so that was the main reason I started using it to begin with in that sense. Then I realized, okay, a couple of posts that I was doing now and again, was starting to get quite good engagement. So I thought, okay, this needs to be a good strategy for 10x marketing and myself to try and grow that exposure as a content marketing leader, you could class it as. Um, so now I do a post every day on there. Some days um, it's very similar to what goes on the 10x marketing page. I just maybe switch up the copy a little. So, you know, so like we as a company, I'll say from I, you know, as the owner. Um, and then I think some added reactive style posts in there work really well as well. So at the beginning, you said there's the two, you had to get the company page, that's really yeah. good for SEO. And then you doing your profile right mm-hmm. is really important. So people who are using the platform are not really engaging with it properly yet. What are some mistakes that people often do on the platform, uh, on their personal page, sorry, and what should they be doing to represent themselves when people land on them? I guess a big mistake from what I can see is people using their prof- personal profile to really go with the hard sell approach and just only thing they do is talk about, I do this, I do that, I can help you with this, rather yeah. than bringing any personality or you know relationship building on there. Um, I think that's really important, especially from, you know, your personal page itself. People don't want to be seen. You're constantly just trying to sell at them. Nope. Or like we've, we've discussed previously is how people use outreach to be absolutely annoying as hell. Like how many people do you get every day that's trying to connect with you on LinkedIn? You think, okay, I'll accept them. Is it someone that I want to, you know, is it relevant or not? Um, and that's up to how you use LinkedIn. And then you'll see them come through straight away, bang, an inbound message comes through. You spot them a mile off now, can't yeah. you? you? You really can. And I, it is a business platform. I don't think it's a direct selling platform. No. In the same way that when you go to, um, we, we've all been to like networking meetings and there's that one person there that you really feel like they're trying to sell to you. And it's like, I've not come here to be sold to. Yeah. And LinkedIn's the same. Like it's good to know what people do and I'll see people and think they're going to be really useful to, to remember. Uh, or actually I might want to fix up a one-to-one with them and get to know a bit more about what they do. But I don't want to feel like I'm being sold to. Um, and we've all got a responsibility therefore to kind of do the same. And that is, I think it's all right to put some sales messages out there, yeah. but don't try, you know, kind of tell people what you offer and tell people about your services, but don't try and sell them first person to your mm-hmm. contacts. And I hate the thing whereby you connect with someone and, and, and within two minutes, you've got a direct message from them. It's, um, I just find it rude and, and I, I'm not convinced that it works. I don't think it works because I think most people will be put off by someone that does that. I want to engage with you by the content that you create, not because you've come, you know, diving yeah. straight into my DMs. I think people are a lot more clued up on it now, aren't they? And you, you absolutely can spot it a mile off. Okay. And it, you just get your back up straight away. It does. Nobody like, it's like the, the new door-to-door salesman, isn't it? Yeah. Nobody likes that being interrupted when you're trying to get on with something. No. So what kind of, if you're trying to build more engagement and relationships with people on the platform, what kind of content works best? Because I've always imagined, personally, I always use it on my laptop. But as we were discussing yeah. earlier, people do using on the phone quite a lot now. Yeah, as well, I was don't surprised they? at that stat. 57% of people use it on mobile. Mm. And it's actually the least used app that I use on my phone. Yeah. Um, but I'm on LinkedIn every single day and I have it open as I'm working. And it is I use it predominantly on desktop. So it's interesting that side. Um, obviously, we know video performs very well. That the you know platform favors it because they're keeping the people on there longer um, to do that. 
Um, it's a good way to create to show your personality off as well yeah. and to try and create a bit of a connection is, yeah. uh, and I think sometimes people would post a video and get a bit sort of put off by it if they don't get this instant traction but mm. not every video you post can be a runaway success or go viral yeah. I think there's a statistic that every 30 days there's more video content uploaded than the entire last 30 years of the US major TV channels have created which is a lot of content <laughs> wow. isn't it wow um, that's a good start but people shouldn't just be thinking well if it's not gone viral it's not done anything if your video just starts a conversation with somebody new and gets somebody ch talking to you, yeah. to me, that's still a success. Yeah, absolutely. it's not. It's not about brute force. I don't think um, LinkedIn, um, and you, you shouldn't really view it as being try and get as many likes as you possibly can because they can kind of be be, be, be meaningless. This is where I mentioned earlier about I find that personal content does tend to get more engagements, but. I'm not going to get business from that. You know, I, yeah. I, I need engagements with the stuff that's maybe more industry-led or about a service that I offer or about work that I've done with a client is probably going to be more productive from me from people thinking, oh, that's nice. Nice is, is, is lovely and there's definitely a place for it. But I think that's where that, that blend of content becomes really important. And also realising that don't let it become a vanity project where you're just trying to get likes because that's not really what it's what it's about it, it is about getting um Quite your, your post in front of as many people as as possible but that's got to happen very very organically and i think organic's a real key word for us to to kind of think about when we talk about linkedin as well because it's not like places like twitter where you'd retweet something or um where you'd share something on facebook the 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 linkedin algorithm as i understand it really favors people who are producing organic content yeah. rather than sharing other people's and adding their own comments onto um onto it so it is really about producing genuinely your own stuff yeah so a few things in terms of like posting content on the platform the quicker that you get a comment especially that's probably the highest pointed element of engagement. The more LinkedIn thinks, okay, someone's commented on that, it's interesting, let's show it to even more people. So comments is probably the best kind of engagement that you can get on something that you are posting. Um, but I think what is amazing with LinkedIn, and it surprises me still, every still now, and it is like what Facebook used to be like in terms of, I could post something today, it can get a little bit of engagement today, but then in 20 days time, it'll still be getting engagement and it's still appearing in people's feeds. Like there's no other platform on social media that has that anymore. It's true. Literally Instagram, an hour later, it's gone. See you later. No one's seen it anymore after you've posted it. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, awesome with how LinkedIn's working at the moment. I think that's why it is so favoured. Yeah, a lot more longevity to what you're posting. Mm. Interesting what you're saying about comments as well. So a lot of time people in networking groups will ask for engagement to help boost. And, yeah. and I suppose just going on there and hitting the like button is lazy. Uh, it's not really helping. Oh. So if we want to kind of build more of a community and help each other, yeah. just taking a few seconds to comment and just say, yeah. that, you know, even just thanks for sharing something is, is a big help to other yeah. people. Yeah. And obviously um, on the social media platform to try and obviously get a bit more reach, there is the use of hashtags which work on there, similar to Instagram. Yep. It's recommended between six and nine to be used, where obviously Instagram you can use 30. So there's a lot more that you can use on Instagram, but they try and keep it a little bit more, you know, small and short. Um, but they do work, they do work. Um, so it's always important to think, okay, what six to nine kind of hashtags can I put on this post? That's gonna be relevant to what I'm talking about to try and reach, you know, people outside of your actual, you know, first base connections as well. It's, it is a platform where you can edit posts, and I'm never really sure about whether this is good practice or not, because I've 
found myself in the past when I've edited something on LinkedIn that it, it just tends to bomb after that. It produces. Same with Instagram. I'll always say to someone, if you feel like you've made a mistake, um, I'd rather someone actually delete it off and repost than edit again. Because yeah, if you sense. edit it, it's just... In, uh, LinkedIn instantly knows, okay, there's something wrong with that, so they're not going to show it as many people, so right. they reduce your reach down. That, make, that makes sense. What I, I kind of just go with the check, check and triple check kind yeah. of approach to it, which is... You know, if I, I, I try and post once a day on LinkedIn, no more, no less. And if I can't find the time to spend five, ten minutes just checking yeah. what I'm going to post before I do it, then I'm doing something wrong. I'm just not yeah. I'm not I'm not approaching it in the right way if I haven't got time just to make sure that it's spot on when you're posting once a day. Yeah. Well, going to the one post a day element, a top tip from that is because um, I work with quite a lot of LinkedIn coaches myself as clients, which so I get I do their content, so I get all the internal, right. you know, the best best practices. Uh, but in terms of your like consistency consistency of posting, they do say to post just the once a day, no more. And how the LinkedIn platform works is say you've got hundred connections, for example. If you post one post, it'll be shown fingers crossed to a hundred of those people. If you do two it's split so post one only can show up to 50 post two goes to 50 as well so you're instantly reducing how many people is going to actually look at your post watering it down yeah so it makes more sense to, to spread it over yeah time and this again is where the planning element kind yeah. of comes into its own isn't it which is if you think oh this is a brilliant thing to post actually do you need to post it right there and then mm. or can you plan it in for like a week next Tuesday you think yeah actually it'll fit it'll fit nicely there spread your content out and, and I think there's some there's some really good best practice that we've talked about there but there's some really interesting themes aren't there that are coming through about that that planning the content and getting Absolutely. the right blend just keeps kind of keeps coming back up all the time mm-hmm. it makes life easier as well I mean if we're being honest creating content all the time is quite laborious and yeah. it can be quite hard if you're trying to run a business as well and I know when you're doing something exciting it's tempting to just shout about it straight away and get it out there yep. um, but yeah make your content work harder and just spread it out a little bit more and you're going to get more from it eventually aren't you yeah, yeah. I mean, what what you do, Talisa, is, is literally all about that, isn't it? About yeah. how the fact that, you know, rather than just throwing a piece of content away as soon as you think of it, you can actually, um, you know, you can make the most of it and spread it over really several pieces of yeah, content. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's that repurposing element across. Um, I mean, when I do, you know, content for LinkedIn for clients, um, some people just prefer like the free posts a week so maybe not once a day just reducing it down a little bit but kind of in terms of the content categories that I work on is it's called the free e mentality um which stands for the first one is like an educational style post or something yeah. where you showcasing yourself as a thought leader yeah. number two is like an entertain style post so again that can bring the personality aspect in um, and then the third one is emotes. So that's bringing in, you know, it might be case studies, it might be testimonials or showcasing latest work. So it's trying to split your content categories across those elements. And we'll usually do that in like four week blocks. So, you know, as a month. So we've got it all ready to go. Yeah. So do you post your content direct to the platform or do you use a scheduling platform separately? There is a mix. I My personal preference is to do it organic. Mm-hmm. I still think your reach is better doing it organic. I I just, I can see it. Um, I I don't think the blanket set a post and send it out to Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn the same way it works either because every every platform requires something slightly different. Yeah, we always tweak. We'll have different columns for different social media platforms. It'll always be around the same topic, but we'll tweak the copy a little bit per platform that it's going on. 
instantly for like Instagram, you can't put a link in there in your caption. Like it's absolutely pointless. It doesn't hyperlink. So just, you can't have that similar to like LinkedIn if you didn't have a link in there. Um, So I think it's just making sure you are doing it for the right platform, for the right format, definitely. I found it's caused problems for clients as well. A lot of the posting... Uh, scheduling platforms that don't like your larger video files can't do videos most of them yeah yeah so it creates a lot of issues and i often find that if you upload a video direct to each platform that it performs better yeah. than say just sticking it on youtube and just sharing the link because uh, facebook instagram they're all the same they want you to stay on that platform mm-hmm. not to click out to to youtube yeah absolutely other things that i've found and, and we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier but um I'll, um, I might post a link to a podcast that I've done. So, you know, this, this is something that I'll probably post a link to this when this is published. And then I'll write my own blog about one little element of, uh, of what gets discussed. So rather than doing a blog about the, you know, the whole podcast about just one little element of it, and then I'll do like a little video about uh, a different element of it. So I'll, I'll get three different pieces of content across different formats from what could have been thrown away as, as one yeah. um, post. And I find that that really works and it actually makes it all start to feel a little bit more manageable once you um kind of get to that point where you think yeah actually i can do a video about that and it's not just you reading out your blog you're doing a piece of content that's related to that same initial kind of thing or or event or 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 content that you that you did and that really works what i'm always a little bit confused about and, and everyone still seems to do this is using links within your posts on linkedin Mm-hmm. because it, it doesn't display them in the way that you put them in. It does change them it to its own to it, kind yeah, of yeah. LinkedIn um, shortcode. Um, and I see a lot of people even now who still put, and I do this, link in the comments and add the first comment as a link, which I'm always wondering whether or not that's because it displays properly in the in the comments or whether it means, all right, LinkedIn thinks there's a comment, comment there straight already, away. Yeah. yeah. I've tried and tested and so far I can't say there's a massive difference between right. each. I think there used to be a bit more of a difference between uh, putting the link in the actual post and it didn't work as well. But I'm sure there's some algorithm change where now it is actually, um, it's not degrading at all on the post anymore. Right. Um, and I think for me, it in, personally, it annoys when people put it in as, as a comment for me as a user because I'm like, I've just got to go to another place then. To, like, I know it's only underneath, but you might have to click through again. It's like two taps, do you know what I mean? To find through to where yeah. you want to be. Um, but it is just personal preference. And I guess um, another angle f- for me in terms of how I engage with posts and what I've got from client examples is if it's just text as a, as a post, never works as well unless it's got like a video or an image with it. Because it's, I think when you're scrolling through that feed, Firstly, your eye catches anything quite engaging. Yeah. Um, so make sure, you know, I always say, try and put at least, you know, a graphic with it if you are going out on there. I'd counter that slightly mm. by saying, I don't think it's the end of the world to do something that is a plain text post on LinkedIn. I think mm-hmm. if it's interesting enough, it will still yep. take off. And I think it can still be part of that mix. So I, I've i got out of the habit of beating myself up a little bit if I think, oh, I've not put a photo with yeah. that or something. Because it will still, if, if, if what I'm saying is interesting enough, and sometimes it's, it, it helps with that blend to have something that's just a plain text post maybe yeah. just three or four lines i think it's just making sure that first sentence that you see before having to write you know see more is a hook that's going to get people yeah. straight in that's going to speak to people yeah. yeah so we've put a lot of information out there if 
what can people do now then a few instant quick tips after listening to this podcast what can they go onto linkedin and improve how they use the platform straight away what, what would you say to them always my first top tip is to make sure your profiles in the right way um i think a lot of people you know might set up a profile not really fill much out not even put like a cover image on and it just just doesn't look engaging do you know what i mean or using like their headline as their job title like that that's the way that people used to use it so i'd always say make that you know your prime focus first off before you even think about your contents that you need to you know your shop window you could class it as needs to look and sound professional so that's top tip one then start to plan don't jump straight in i think we need that planning element of looking at your strategy of your content who is your target audience what are they wanting to hear what kind of questions are they asking you like what in terms of you as a personality like what do you want to get across to your audience on how you work what your life's like start to plan that out and even if you just want to do it in two week blocks at least that's still got a little bit of thought and planning process behind it um and then obviously start to create the content and i would say to try and you know push it forward in the best way possible is to try with that one post a day consistency don't know if you have any changes in terms of the times that you post um i it, we touched on earlier didn't we the fact that LinkedIn will continue to yeah. show people content for quite a long time afterwards if, if the content's mm. good enough. I find there's not a huge amount of difference in, in terms of, I mean, I, I've, I've posted like the nature of some of the radio work that I do. I'm, I'm up posting at like half past four in the morning. You know, totally surprised that there's other people kind of liking stuff mm. half four on a Sunday morning, for example. Um, so I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure it's all that significant. But yeah. it is something that people should test themselves and just see. Like it, it yeah. might differ from, you know, from 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 region to region, country to country, audience to audience. What what works for someone? Mm. Guess another tip as well. It's all right you posting, but if you're then not doing anything yourself in terms of engaging with any other audience on there. Like, you're not really going to do yourself many favours. Like, you need to build your connections with the right people. You need to be commenting, liking, you know, being active on there daily, um, as well as you just posting something and hoping for the best. Yep. I think there's some good tips there. Right, thank you for joining us. Uh, you can find all our episodes at content360.fm, where you can also find out more about us and get in touch. And we'll catch you next time on Content 360.